Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to a new episode of O Jeremiah Talks. It's the podcast where the band O Jeremiah literally just talks. <laughs> so welcome to another episode of that, if that's what you're here for. We have a really fun conversation today. I just, I had a blast. So we're, we're switching up. This is the first week of the new format uh, where the first half of the podcast, if you're listening to this in the general public, uh, is about Miami and the other half is about the new show Flight Attendant and that's on our Patreon page. So if you want more after this podcast or maybe you're listening on Patreon, I don't know your life, uh, but go over to Patreon and it's all there. But it was a really fun time uh, talking about this. I don't know what – sometimes Aaron will just like have conversations with friends and just like start like spitballing, just like talking about nothing. And then she comes home with a new life <laughs> life plan for us. And that's exactly what this was. And we really enjoyed working it out on the podcast. Uh, also, we talk about uh, – we, we touch on the new show. It's not new anymore. That's how that's – how, backlogged all my shows are uh, but the last dance so I'm trying to understand basketball for the first time but I grew up in that era and we talk a little bit about that uh, of the Michael Jordan era I was seven when most of the show or, or w- when it's talking about the history of the of the team I was seven at that time and I remember some of it I remember a lot of Dennis Rodman <laughs> but anyway so we talk a lot about that and that's a lot of fun we talk about a little bit about new music stuff. Don't want to like get ahead of ourselves, but uh, we're definitely working really hard to get some new stuff out. And we talk about Erin's new favorite show, The Flight Attendant, because she loves it. And on the podcast, she she pitches me the idea of watching the show, and I wasn't going to watch the show because if you're like me, you watched way too much Big Bang Theory because your parents made you because they were really into that show. Um, and Kaylee Cuoco is the star. But y'all, after, as soon as we ended the podcast, we went in there and we watched the first two episodes, and it's really good. Like, it's really, really good. Erin wins. In this, you can hear her making her case, and she won. She always wins. It's amazing. So that's all there is to it. This new episode is 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 coming at you right right the second. Oh, Jeremiah Talks. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I want to get together. Yeah. And we're rolling. I'm very anxious about the new setup. Because of the microphone? Yeah, because I'm we're using two different microphones that we've never used before. Also, the, the recording screen looks different. Why is it starting all the way over there? Can I, can, can I talk about what happened to me this week? Can I just go ahead and, like, gripe? Oh, crap. I forgot that was this week. Is it better now? Yeah. It's, okay, let everyone know that it's fixed. Yeah, I will, I will 100%. So last week, I have decided... Thursday and Friday are going to be the most productive recording days of my life. And anytime I get in that headspace, only danger can can be the result of anytime it. Anytime you make a plan. Anytime I make a plan. Because your work schedule changed and in a good way. But then, okay, go ahead. So the world is opening back up and we're starting to see like what that's going to look like. So my day job is like, hey, we know that you're going to start wanting to play shows again. So we're going to, you're just going to work Monday through Wednesday. And then you have the weekends to do whatever you want to do. And so my Thursday and Friday, I decided this is going to be recording. I'm going to crush it. Until we start traveling, that's what we're going to do. Until we start road dogging it. And I just, I want to make sure that, um, I honor the things that I want to do. 
So I, I wrap work on Wednesday. I come home feeling like it's Friday. I'm going to wake up and just crush. I'm working on this new song that I'm so excited about. I get drums back on the track. I know this is going to be an amazing day. And I wake up and my computer said, oh, no, sir. Completely different plan. Um, my memory, like, was it Thursday morning that you figured that out or was it Wednesday night? It was Thursday morning. I figured, no, no, great, great memory. Because I think you went in Wednesday night to open some stuff up. Yes. So I went in Wednesday night and you know that feeling of, wait, does my stomach just feel a little bit weird or do I absolutely have a stomach virus? And I, I went to bed convincing myself, oh, it's just because I had to fart <laughs> or what, you know what I mean? But your computer was like, no, I got the bug. Yeah. My computer was like waking up projectile vomiting. So I, I get up and I start trying to figure out what's going on. Like, I can't wait to get into the song. Can't wait to jump on it. And I call Apple Care and I'm like, hey, every time I do this one thing, it definitely acts upset. And they're like, oh my goodness, that's like totally easy to fix. All you got to do is this thing. Yeah. So I do that thing. And then my computer was like, if you touch me one more time, <laughs> I am going to destroy you. So I call Apple Care back and I said, hey, my computer just threatened me. Right. Uh, what do I do now? And they say, here's a great thing just back up your hard drive. Yeah. And then. Uh, you're going to erase everything and then just download it all back. And then your computer, you're going to wash that stomach virus away. And I said, that sounds amazing. So I go to Best Buy, buy a hard drive, back up my hard drive. And I felt very thankful that, like, it was working well enough for me to back up the hard drive. And then uh, I call Apple Care and I say, hey, I got the hard drive. I backed it up. Now what do I do? And she said, you see the big delete button? And I said, yeah. And she said, your computer's going to be upset at first, but definitely delete it. So I delete everything. And my computer was like, I trusted you. But then totally gets deleted. Um, <laughs> What's funny? Sorry. Uh, Noodles is directly under that couch. Now no her way. nose is – look, you no can way. see her nose poking okay. out of that. Sorry. Um, but anyway, so I delete everything on my on my Mac and I, I go to start it back up and my computer says, we cannot download the software you need for me to function. So I call <laughs> Apple back and I said, hey, you said delete everything. And now my computer said that was wrong. And they're like, oh, you deleted everything? Also, what sucks with cu customer service is that you, like, if you get someone good on the line, you're like, one time I've been like, hey, you've been more helpful than anyone ever. This was with insurance, of course. And I was like, can I get your direct line? And they're like, no. Yeah. So you can't ever pick up the conversation. And it's also... I, I don't want to sound like a 90-year-old man, but why in the world is everything automated? There's nothing worse to me than being like, have like the tiniest question. So annoying. So annoying. Like I have the smallest question. Hey, person, can you tell me where to take this? And they're like, press one for a human person. And it just, it took forever just to get on the phone with somebody. Right. Anyway, uh, all that to say, my computer is totaled. I have to take it into Apple Care, which is an hour away. I take it into Apple Care, and I said, You're just, "It was so." I will say though, as an observer, you you handled it really well. You didn't let it ever just like completely wreck you. Yeah, I, like I think probably internally it did, and understandably so. But you definitely like handled it in a way that I was impressed with. Yeah, I I definitely built it up. That was a compliment. Thank you. I received that. I took. Uh, so I take it to Apple Care, and they say, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad you took it in. This is obviously a software issue. And I, like, did some, like, aftermarket upgrades to the Mac, like, 
and that's whenever I thought like, oh, they're going to open it up, see that I got all this like black market memory upgrades and they're going to say they can't touch it. So I was expecting to have to buy a new computer and I would have been so bummed had that happened. But they it literally costs no money. But I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm there and they're like, hey, I can fix it. And I'm like, cool, can I just like go to a movie or like go to a store or something? Because it was actually in a huge shopping mall. And I haven't been to a huge shopping mall like that since like high school. And I was like, so I don't want to drive all the way back and come back up tomorrow. Is there any way I can just wait? And they're like, no, it's going to take at least two days. So I'm like, okay, well, that's not best case scenario. But here we are. I don't get my Friday or my Saturday uh, to record, but it's no big deal. <laughs> I love that. So I hand it to him. I drive back home. The second I pull up, an hour later, I get a text message that my computer's ready. And it's so annoying. And I had to turn around and just go right back. But you're like, I either go today and have my whole Saturday to myself or... Also, did you return the hard drive? No, I'm going to return the hard drive because... Thank you, babe. For a very boring story, you are definitely keeping me in line. I go and plug in the hard drive I bought specifically to back up. And the hard drive was like, oh my gosh, you wanted me to keep that stuff? Oh, my gosh. I did, no, no. I thought that you were just kidding. That's so stressful. So I lost everything from that computer. But luckily, everything is cloud-based now. Yeah. So I legitimately have, like, things I was working on that I was like, I can't believe it saved that. Yeah. So I don't know why I, I bought the hard drive. I'm really worried about my computer crashing. I don't know why. I just always think about that. I'm like, now that I'm in, like, a program for school, like, now, of course, is the time that it's going to delete everything that I need. Yeah, we could definitely got to get you a hard drive to, to save stuff, too. Because I'm, it I would d- it would wreck you. You're so bad with computers that like you you're saving them to invisible folders and just expecting everything to be Stop fine. Stop it. Is Google Drive good for me? Google Drive would be great for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm using it. That sounds great. I feel like I I saved all of the blogs I ever wrote on Google Drive. Yeah, that's the move for you. Okay, I think so. I'm also you know what is a pain in the tuchus? Tell me. Organizing photos. Oh no no! All you got to do is just don't organize them. Right. That's why every time you find an old photo, it's like a surprise. No. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. I think that's the move. Eh, no. No. Um, okay. So here's where I'm at right now. And you already know this. But like since going back to church, since um, we decided that we would do that as a family after during pandemic, whatever, like be there in person instead of Zoom, I've just like been in my head more than I usually have been in pandemic because... The This sounds bad, but at the beginning of pandemic, whenever everything started canceling, as an introvert, I was, like, r- so relieved. Yeah. And I had, like, a good month of just feeling safe. Okay. From my thoughts. Because I, I didn't have any human interactions to overthink. Yeah, you're definitely an overthinker when it comes to... And so... I like I had a pretty busy weekend. I hung out with some friends Friday night. We hung out with people last night and then we had church this morning. And so I've interacted with a lot of people and as I have gotten used to not doing that over the year of pandemic life, it's just like got me in my head and I think I'm just I'm feeling like tired from that. Yeah, cuz you were definitely super fussy like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. You were and like I still am, but I also midnight. just don't, don't want to be a pill on the podcast. So yeah, you're I can, just because I know you. Yeah, you seem like a little pilly. I know. Yeah, and I and I just I I hate that. I mean, I just but at the same time, I don't want to pretend like everything's okay. I'm just in my head, and you know how I am with that. But I kind of miss that feeling of like having that month of just complete mental break. Of I'm not going to screw anything up. I'm not going to 
wreck a friendship by saying the wrong thing. Well, anxiety is, is specifically like the thing about anxiety that I find so interesting. And I'm, I'm hoping that I learn more about this when I start going to therapy of that thing that your that voice in your head is telling you, like, how often does it actually come true? Like, whatever that thing is telling you, like, oh, Debbie, I had said that weird thing to her. Maybe she interpreted it this way and she's going to hate me. Like, does Debbie ever take it that way? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. But that, And the thing is, is like, I have anxiety about my interactions with people, but I also have a, I think I have an intuition for how people feel. And so oftentimes, like, it will be true. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I can think of several. What would you say the ratio several. is? Like, a no, like, deal breaker level. Like, not like, oh, that was just, like, regular human. I just need to, like, make sure they understood. what I, I just, like, one text message and, like, oh, cool. I'm glad you said that. I took it this way, but that's, like, no big deal. I'd say, like, half. Really? Yeah. That makes me wonder how many times I've wrecked friendships just because, because like, I like to make jokes yeah. at people's expense when I love them. Yeah, I know. Because it's like an intimacy thing for me. Well. And how many times have I done that and then be like, actually, like, I'm pretty sensitive about my elbows. And every time you bring them up, I want to vomit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say it's like half. Do I follow up with all of them? No. But sometimes, but a lot of times I do. Because when we like, left the friend... building, you were fine. You were like, uh, you you were like, I can't wait to go home and do the podcast. It's going to be great. And then like the second we pulled up, you were like very in your head. Yeah. So I don't necessarily know that I was fine whenever we left. I think I was like trying to just be like, oh, I'm not really in my head. That's great. And then realizing like, oh, actually I am. I'm actually super in my head. Yeah. And like I, something that's really hard for me is like people that don't respond to text messages. You hate that. Really stresses me out. You hate that. Especially if you said like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Like that's why I leave my red receipts off always. Yeah. Because very like there's uh, my friend text me and I was driving and I looked down and I, like it's someone that doesn't text me a lot. So I would like look down at a red light, made sure everything was OK. Yeah. And then he was just like, hey, I saw this picture of a goose and I thought of you. Right. And I didn't respond. And he, like I saw him later and he's like, dude, that's like my favorite goose. What? Like it really hurt <laughs> me that you didn't say anything. No, no. Yeah. yeah. And I just like I was like, oh, I don't know. I like, got it was just in a weird spot. But because we're so accessible, we imagine that everyone, if they wanted to answer, they could. Yeah. But still life gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I mean, I, and I get that and I'm not, I'm not just like all the time mad at people that don't respond. It just makes my, the thoughts in my head like kind of triple. Yeah. In terms of like repeating them over and over again. And it just like that just gets, that gets old and really tiring. Yeah. I agree with that. I wish that I, I, sometimes I just feel like people have a lot of expectations for me. To to be a certain way in terms of friendship. And that's just, I uh, mean, I'm just like over it. Yeah. I feel, how many times do we do the podcast and we end it and then you start overthinking what you said? What's shocking is that I don't really. Yeah. And what else is shocking is how the boundaries of your anxiety, like your social anxieties, do not exist with me, even though we talk the most. You know what I mean? Like, you never think like, oh, did I, did he misinterpret what I said? Because you say more things to me than anyone else. I find that interesting. Do you not? Yeah. Um, 
kind you can of. Say no. You could say no. That's but, fine. Well, I mean, not really. Because, I mean, like, you and I are just, like, always together. Yeah, th- and that's my point. Like, we're always together. Like, if we're you're going to say something. Clear the air. True. We are great in that way. Like, I'm never worried that if there's something I said that offended you, you're not going to tell me. Right. We are the perfect couple. I don't know why I'm... Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I ever no, doubted you. stop. <laughs> but, yeah, I think um, just as the world is opening back up more, I'm having to... I'm having to remind myself that, like, okay, Aaron, not everyone is expecting a ton out of you. You need to... You need to... You're fine. Like, you're putting those expectations on yourself. And that's what's really happening. Of course. But I'm blaming it on everyone else. Of course. I'm like, why do you expect me to do this? Why do you expect me to do this? But really, it's like, no, I'm telling myself that I have to be and perform a certain way. And I'm just, like, tired. Yeah. Because... I, it, it's amazing told me, hearing you like five minutes ago talking about this. Mm-hmm. Your perspective is so much better. Like before you said, I'm just tired of it. And then you get to hear and you're like, I'm just tired. <laughs> it was just so funny just to watch you like walk that all the way to where it needed to go. Yeah. I found that really interesting. Because you, anytime I'm in this space, we're trying to figure out better language for me to use with you of like, Hey, this has nothing to you, to do with you. I'm in my head, and I need to be alone for a little bit. Yeah. It's really hard for you not to take that personally. No, see, and this and is because, where I no, feel misunderstood. Okay. Because, hold on. Because the thing is, is that, like, I, I want to be kind to you and how I express what I need. But you have this thing where you need to know why I'm feeling a certain thing. And sometimes I don't know. And you know that if I talk about it, I'll get to it. So, no. So, that you just nailed it for okay, me. Okay. It's not the fact that I, it's like, I hate living in a world that you can be upset. I want to help. And you're like, I don't even know why I'm upset. Yeah. So, what about that makes you so mad? Like, I can't even begin. How much time do you have? That is infuriating. No, no. Like, and I get that it's not my place and it's not, it's not your burden that I deserve. And like, I'm not saying that, but as like a, a, also an overthinker, seven on the Enneagram that wants to solve every puzzle. But you want to help. That's your issue. No. And it's not, I don't even want to help. It would just be helpful. It would be helpful for me. (laughs) Because we were just making jokes in the car about like, oh my goodness, look at all this pollen. It looks like curry. Someone else said that. You just borrowed someone's joke. That was a very good joke, though. I thought that was very funny. That was not your joke. Okay. (laughs) Was that necessary to super call out? For sure. Okay. Um, You hit it really hard. I get get it. Uh, But we were just like laughing and joking. And it legitimately looked like your battery power went out. Yeah. And I was like, what changed? Because the only person you talked to in being happy to not happy was me. And then you're like, I don't even know what happened. And I'm like, girl, it had to be me. So what do I do? Uh, I think we break up. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. What do I do? Honestly. I don't don't know. I think what I think you should do. Don't you think it kind of hit me like, okay, it's 12 o'clock. We're recording the podcast at one. I need to shut off for a little bit so I can have the words to speak in an hour. Okay. If Did it that ever been, occur to you? It didn't even occur to you. How is it supposed to occur to me? Okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing better. Yeah. All of it. I just feel like Jeremiah. you're... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you. I, th- I appreciate... I can tell you're not mad at me anymore. I was never mad at you. Frustrated? No, no. No, no. I was... So, I was mad. And here's whenever it gets mad. Like, 
I am very pro. When let, he says it, he means his feelings. Yes. I'm very pro letting anxious people be anxious and meeting them where they are. I'm very pro that. But, but he, you want to not only meet nope. me where I'm at. It's very you simple. You want to sit crisscross no, applesauce and look into each other's eyes I would, until I, I tell you why I'm applesauce. upset. Please give me some applesauce. Okay. I hate you have misophonia. It is I, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt, the hardest part about being married is your misophonia. So we've got it great. But whenever we are in a in a tussle, <laughs> I know when we're when we're when you're starting to be like, uh, sorry, I can't. You're thinking, and it's like too much right now. Like you get <laughs> you get very yes. very. Can I tell you something really quick? Go ahead. Okay. Misophonia, man, it freaking sucks for both of us. It sucks for you as much as it sucks for me, and I and I know that. Uh, good. Um. So I hope that helped that I acknowledge that. That did help. But can Thank I tell you. you this really quick? A trick I've learned to help me with my misophonia is, I'll, I you eat pretty fast. That's kind of your nor- you, your speed at eating is like very fast. And so oftentimes, this has kind of been my trick. This is kind of like my wake up with sunglasses on in the car trick, and I've just never told you. Yeah. So lately, I pretend like I'm waiting for my food to cool down, or I'll just like hang tight for a minute. I'll let you eat first and finish eating, and then I'll eat and I'll be okay. I don't I don't know why, but I can kind of like separate the two, and I'm like, okay, I can I can just handle the noise right now. So I'm gonna sit here, let him finish eating, because he's fast anyway, and then I'll eat after and separating the two. For some reason, it helps me. Okay. Well, today we had chili and tortilla chips, and I have never seen you eat so slow in my life. Well, and it was like you were approaching, you were approaching your chili like dip, and it was the slowest. I've it was comical. See, and how, here's no, the hold th- on. No, no, it was no, comical you, how slow. You made your point. Like you made your point. And so I asked the question. I said, "How much do you have left?" Yes. And you were just like, I give up. See, that... And I'm trying to... That was me trying to help. See, that makes you sound like the victim because you left out so much of the context of our marriage where They know. They know. No, they do not. They do not. Oh, my goodness. They cannot know everything in a a 30-minute conversation. You only ask that when you're saying, can you be done now? And I feel like I am a grown man. I bought these groceries. I want to eat these groceries. I was genuinely asking how much you had left because I wanted to know if I needed to reheat up my soup or if I needed to let it sit there. No, just no. I I reject that. No, I don't. Because you said. I don't reject it. Are you almost done? And your eyes go up and it's like, uh, because if the answer is no, I will shoot you. Like, that's what it feels like. No, I said, how much do you have left? I needed to know. Okay. So if you don't know, misophonia is the sounds of people you love eating hurt you <laughs> physically. And well, it's, I just used hard, to think it's just hard to handle. When we first started dating, I thought you were being dramatic. I didn't think it was made up, but I thought you were being a little bit of a drama queen. I know that. But here's what I know. Five years being in marriage with you, it is the only fight we have every time it comes up. We've gotten better. I disagree. Okay. Uh, because if it was made up and you were being a drama queen, it would have run its course by now. <laughs> but it is legitimately like the first time every time. Yeah. And I like, 
I, I made it up in my mind. We were going to sit down. We were going to enjoy some lunch. We were going to, like, I was going to eat this chili. We're, we're trying to watch a new show together. And I can just hear you watching and judging my eating. <laughs> and I'm just like, girl, you're looking at me so loud I can't hear the TV. Like, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, we haven't even gotten to the thing we want to talk about Let's yet. Let's go and get to the thing. Okay. So you and I are planning a vacation. We're planning a vacation. Well, uh, so we think we're planning a vacation. No, 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 no. Okay. We've got to do it. No, no, we do. We really do. And I'm, I'm very excited because about it. Because 2020, you and I were going to go to London. That was the plan. That didn't obviously happen. So. How come? <laughs> okay. Sorry. So I really want to go to the beach. Something fierce. Fierce. That's one of the things I don't like living in Athens. That's one of the only things. Yeah. Is that we're not close to water, and that's a bummer for me. Right. Uh, I need some sand. You need I need some a lot sun. of sun, 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 sunshine. We need some of that vitamin D. I need some stat. vitamin D. I need some water. Did you know your skin makes vitamin D? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm actually really good at making vitamin D. It's like something I'm known for. Okay. Okay. Um, and I want some seafood. Yes. Give me some scrimps. Get get you some, some glu- crab legs. Some gluten free cl- crab legs. Yep. Okay. That's what you need. Um, and I I just want to go. I just want to go. Yeah. So we were talking, and we thought, what what is something that we could do together that would you know because I'm we don't we're not really vacationers because we travel because we lot. travel so much and we wanted to do something special and so I posted on Instagram recently like. What are some recommendations of somewhere we can go? And I was thinking somewhere we could drive because we were like, oh, let's take noodles, blah, blah, blah. Let's go as a family. And then I was talking to my friends the other night and they were like, yeah, but where do you actually want to go? And I was like, it would be so cool to just go to Miami. Yeah. Because I've Which been Which you've never said to me. I know. I've been once before and I spent a good bit of time there. I think I was there for like 10 days. And it was beautiful. It was a blast. It was awesome food it felt like new york city on the beach like so much culture but on the sand just absolutely stunning there's one day where i think i stayed in the water for like eight hours just floated just hung out and it was perfect yeah and i just i was my friends were like well you know the price difference between what you're saying is realistic and then actually just flying to miami is in the grand scheme of things not that much i think you should just go for it yeah, and that's exactly how we ended up with noodles. That same the one, same mentality, same mentality, which was, oh, just like get a dog. And you came back and you presented it to me like, hey, I want this dog. And th- you also said, hey, I want to go to Miami. And I think one of the best and worst things about me is that I'm always down, like no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like, hey, do you want to go get an entire bucket of ice cream and eat it standing up? I would be like, yes, let's go right yeah, now. This I know. second, you're let's always go. so game. It's very nice. It's very, it's, but it also like, it gets us into trouble because I don't have the same like hesitations you do because you know the damage that it does, and I don't look at the damage. Yeah. Like I'll go on a shopping spree and be like, ah, oh, this is all made up. Let's yeah. just give me that credit card, you right. know. Um, but you, the whole time, every swipe, you're like, that's $27 that we're, we're, we're not getting back. Like you're just way more responsible in that way. Yeah. But to, to a fault. 
But whenever, yeah, so this is like worlds colliding in this way. And you said Miami, Miami. And I was like, for once, I was like, is this the move? Because like, we don't like, we don't really vacation. Is this like something we would find value in? And then I looked it up and flights to Miami are so cheap right now. Yeah. And I don't know if you keep up with the news, but like everyone's kind of mad at Miami right now because every college kid went there for spring break. And they're assuming that, yeah, they're assuming that Corona is going to spike in the next month or whatever. Uh, But like SNL did an opening monologue about Miami and they did like, they did like an, um, like a 19 or like a MTV dating show spoof, but it's like Miami quarantine edition or whatever. Oh, that's making me feel weird about it. Well, no, no. So we're hoping to go this summer. Do we book it though? Yeah, for sure. I, so my thing is like I told you, we need to book it this week, or else I'm gonna I'm gonna bail. I'm gonna yeah. put that money to something else. Well, also Cause we had we talked about taxes and how we have like leftover money. Yeah. And so we're going to we're just like you know what we need to we need to go somewhere fun. Yeah, because we were really good with taxes. That's where the money is coming from. Is that like I save too much. Yeah, and it's it would be nice to you know to like enjoy something with that tax money. Yeah. Um. But I I. I kind of like the story right now. It's just really fun to follow because Florida's like, hey, y'all, no rules here. Come on, bring everybody. And then everybody was like, okay. And then they were like, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. You brought brought everyone? Because I think it was in – so Georgia didn't even have a spring break, and so I think that was unusual. Yeah. Because a lot of people did. Yeah. Okay. So Miami was bumping on Mm -hmm. spring break. But it – I remember – if I've been to Miami, I don't remember it. I'm sure I went when I was younger. But because my, my, I have family in Florida and we grew up going to like Orlando and stuff. Yeah. But do you remember when we saw Chef? Oh my goodness. I, that, someone asked me that the other day and I was like, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I would say it's in, it would be as broad, like top 25. Yeah. It's, it's definitely in my top for sure. Uh, but one of the main locations in that movie is Miami. And I remember watching it being like, I've never wanted to go to Miami until this moment. Really? And now I want to go so bad. It just looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. The food looks amazing. And I I didn't grow up a beach guy. I grew up in Mississippi where, like, if you wanted vacation, you just walked out into the woods. (laughs) Um, That's dramatic. But, like, I... I just did not grow up desiring that. You grew up in Gulf Shores, so you have definitely have more of an appetite for the beach than I do. Well, I grew up, but like thirty minutes from Gulf Shores, so it's like that was our and my aunt and uncle have a condo restoration business that oh. has done really well. And I think after Hurricane, I forgot what Hurricane, but um, they just like started doing really great, and so they got a couple of they own a couple of condo units in. One on, I don't know, they don't own it anymore, but growing up, they had one on Alabama Point, which was like Orange Beach, and it was like the most beautiful, like the prime location. Mm -hmm. It was like this penthouse suite, top level, um, like there was like a sauna, an exercise room, like everything you could ever want in this condo. We were on the very edge, so there's only other condos to our right, but to your left, it was nothing but... A bridge, water, sand, like kind of like a secluded area. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. We got to go there whenever we wanted. I hosted like all of my birthday parties there. And then another one in Gulf Shores that was like close to what's now the hangout. Yeah. So I had access to a beach all the time and I miss it so much. That was just something like I just like crave it as an adult more than I ever thought that I would. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I, I just don't have that experience. So when you said, hey, I, I want to go to a beach, 
I thought, but why? It's like hot and icky. Yeah, we're gonna have to get you some sunscreen. Yeah, because if you if you're a bald guy and you get sunburn on your head, it feels like your your head is an egg and you got fried. Mm. Like it is not. It's not a good time. Let's get you like a big hat. I would love a big hat. A BFH, a big floppy hat. Oh, that's what that stands for. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I would. I don't lo- know. I would love a big, uh, a big summer hat vibe. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's just go. I'm excited. Okay. Well, let's book it. Now that it's on the podcast, I feel even more like. Okay, we have to do this. Yeah, and I just, I miss traveling so much. We, if we're honest, we think it's going to be like early fall when we're playing shows again. Like I'm talking to venue owners. I'm I'm trying to see like, hey, what's realistic? Like some of the, play, like we had shows booked that got canceled. And then some of them said, hey, we'll do them in the spring. And some of them now are reaching out like, hey, we're still not ready. So like, I know that it's like coming. It's coming, yeah. But until then, I feel like we need to get out of town for a little bit. Like for sure we do. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, my goal is to get at least one Cubano that blows my mind. Because that's like my favorite sandwich. And yeah. And like, I want to see John Favreau making sandwiches. Do you remember what town we were in when we were in the middle of nowhere driving on the interstate and we see a billboard that says, best cubano sandwich ever yeah i want to say it was in texas and so you and i were just like pull over let's go yeah and it was like in a gas station and it was so good it was amazing yeah where were we i want to say it was texas but you and i were just like well duh let's go yeah because anytime someone says the words cubano to me yeah i'm i don't know why i thought cubano was two words when i started that sentence but anytime someone says the nine words cubano to me yeah i I'm immediately like, stop talking and just hand it to me. Yeah. So if we're going to Miami, that is a vibe for sure. I hope I hope you get that. I, no, no. I will get that. I remember whenever I went to Miami, there was an Italian restaurant that we went to that just kind of blew my mind. Like, I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I think Miami is a safe bet because we're not, we would be going later in the summer that like no matter what happens with COVID, it is something that we could do even and we could do it safely. Cause I've flown in the pandemic. I would say flying is one of the more safe things that you could do mm-hmm. because they have like such good ventilation systems on an airplane. Really? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Like all the planes have like changed their filtration systems to make like every two minutes it's brand new air in the cabin. No way. Yeah. What? It's very yeah, it's very amazing. But how is that even possible? I have no clue. But the the difference is, like, you can't picture being safe on a plane right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I have fear of flying for other reasons, so. Yeah, and that's what I told people when I posted on Instagram, like, hey, what are some uh, safety tips on flying? And they were like, don't go. You're going to get coronavirus and die. And I'm like, uh, I'm scared of dying on a plane anytime I get on one. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm always terrified of yeah. planes. Uh, when it takes off, I'm not thinking about corona. I'm thinking about, like, this thing's going down. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It. Yeah, I'm afraid of that, too. Well, and here's what's going to be fun. I think we're going to take the shuttle to Atlanta, and I just want to totally check out. Like, I, like, don't even worry about driving. Just We're just going to Uber places, and Noodles is going to go to her first Podtropolis experience. And my friend was telling me about how you can let them, like, you can pay extra for her to sleep in, like, her own little apartment room. And what sucks is, like, I'm not doing that because I think she's special. Like, I'm doing that because I think she'll need it. Because she's not going to be able to stay in her crate. Yeah, no. She's going to she's Like, she's going to kind of wig out. But I'm a little bit nervous about that. But we have to have, like, a trial day with her at the 
at the Paltropolis. Did uh, you know that? No, I didn't know that. Before they like approve her to stay like overnight. No, I think that's a good rule because yeah. she probably won't. She'll probably freak out. Okay, what yeah, do you? We'll figure that out before we head over to Patreon. What is something that you're super into right now? So I freaking smashed the show, The Flight Attendant. Wait, I thought that's what we were talking about on Patreon. Oh, but that's what I'm into. Oh, okay. That can no. Yeah, I mean, be... I'll go into more detail, but okay. I watched it. No one. You know, it's funny though. No one really recommended it to me. Okay. I just saw a preview for it and was like, I want to see this. Okay. Uh, she also, Kaylee, I don't know how to say her last name. Wait, did you say that it was the flight attendant? Yeah. I don't think I heard you say that. Okay. I didn't hear you say that, but go ahead. Yeah, you, because you just asked if I was talking about it on Patreon. Oh. So you did okay. hear me say that. Have I been asleep this whole time? Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're doing right now. But anyways, um, I also saw, so Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek won the Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Comedy Drama Series, and... Which, you know, I'm in full support of because I love her and I love that show. But I saw that Kaylee Cuoco was up for Best Actress for the same category. And I was like, whoa, I bet that's a really awesome show. And wow, did I love it. You really did. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's save that. I I'm, smashed I, it in two days. You love it. You love it so much. So the thing I'm into, and it'll probably be the thing that we talk about next week. No, no, sorry. We're taking next week off. The next week. We're taking Easter off. We need to say that. Yeah, we're taking Easter off. So, uh, you know, enjoy the week. Um, I started The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan doc, or the Chicago Bulls doc, depending on how you look at it. Uh, and I have no business watching a documentary on basketball. But everyone does. And I also know that I'm like six months late on this because everyone has already watched it and forgotten about it. But I am blown away by how wonderful that show is. It is. There's 10 episodes. I'm two episodes in. And I've thought about it a lot today because I remember from that era growing up, because I grew up in the 90s, I was like seven when that whole, like whenever like those big games were happening. The character I remember the most is Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Because he is like larger than life. He was like a punchline in a bunch of movies, but he was very like off the wall wacky. And I just remember being like, oh, Dennis Rodman, basketball is weird, but there's something about the greatness of Michael Jordan yeah. that goes beyond basketball. Yeah. Like as as like a story, there's something undeniable about just like the top of the top of any field. And his determination to just like do his absolute best. Like yeah. in co his college story. Yeah. It's was amazing. really cool. And hearing from his coaches then and then one of his teammates that was like, I was better than him for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so this also, Full Circle, was the show we were watching whenever you were eating chili slower than life. Okay. L I, I like that saying. we started on a fight and we're going to end on a fight. No, it's I just kind of funny that that's Full Circle. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's head to Patreon. I love you. Love you too. Thank you. I see you're in such a great mood now. I'm fine. You're great.